Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90-Day Money Challenge. It's day 79 of my 90-Day Money Challenge, where I'm questioning everything that I know about money, work, success, and abundance. And today's belief is, it's too hard to learn. This is a belief that has been underneath a lot in the realm of work and school throughout my whole life. And maybe some of you can relate to just never quite feeling smart enough or feeling kind of that imposter syndrome or like you're kind of faking it as you're going because things get really hard or because you have a lot of self-doubt, things like that. That's what I want to question today is that it's too hard to learn whatever it is that thing that you really need to learn, whether it's a business, whether it's uh, mastering that subject that you really want to master, or whether it's not even really knowing what it is that you want to spend your life focusing on, or what the things, the multiple things are that you want to spend your life focusing on. I want to question that it's whether it's too hard to learn or not. For me, this comes up with things like understanding taxes thoroughly, or uh, even you know the basic business blocks like really building a massive audience, um, mastering a single subject in that 10,000 hour way. When I look back on my life, I was always intuitively pretty skilled, but I would hit a wall whenever things got complex and I needed to slow down and school would not slow down or it would in fact speed up or kind of rush over the material that they had to cover. And what I realized is for me to actually progress, I need to understand and I need lots of repetition, lots of failure, lots of experimentation so that I start to understand what works, what doesn't work, what works, what doesn't work. And I get to try all of the different things. Oh, well, is this part of that concept? Is that part of the concept? Is that part of the concept? Is that part of it? And, and that helps me understand what is and what isn't this thing that I'm trying to learn. And because school moved so fast, just continuously, and you know, endless piles of work, and the more challenging classes I took, the more uh, that work just sort of piled up, I always felt just overwhelmed, and I felt really stupid, and I felt um, like I, I just could never really absorb all of the things that I wanted to learn, and it just felt like it's too hard to learn. So let's go in and question this belief. All right, looking at all of that, it's too hard to learn. Is it true? Well, I noticed that when things start to get really hard to learn, I get discouraged. That's the first thing that comes up. I get discouraged in the, oh, I'm never going to understand this kind of way. And so I often have to go back to the basics to actually understand it. And I have to go back again and again to understand the more complex thing because I have to go and question the, the beginning once more. And so when things move too fast, I don't have that 
time and that ability. And so I end up just kind of glossing over and trying to memorize what I can, you know, for the test or for the the next thing that's coming up. You know, now it's like uh, in presentations and things like that. And there's a different experience with really knowing something deep down and not needing to have notes and having, you know, to read off of notes or having to kind of memorize uh, the things that I want to share. And what I really want is that deep experience, that that deep understanding and knowing uh, of of the topic that I'm talking about. And as I started to see all of this, I saw that, is it too hard to learn? No, it's not too hard to learn. There's just a certain way that I learn that I haven't spent very much time in because of the pace uh, that I've been kind of absorbed into in my life, starting in school and moving right into the corporate world and then right out into the the self-employed hustle. Is it too hard to learn? No. Let's take a look at what happens when I do believe that it's too hard to learn. So as I said, the first thing that comes up is I immediately jump into the story, I'm stupid. If I was smarter, if I was a genius, then I would really understand everything very quickly. And then I feel really bad, right? This is what I've learned is that when I don't understand something, it means that I'm stupid. It's a reinforcement that I'm not smart enough. And then I just feel like my my sentence has been set in stone and now I'm doomed to forever be really stupid and I feel bad. I feel really heavy, like the stone in my belly. And as I just sat there, I sat there and cried with it. You know, the tears came of all of the times that I felt really stupid and just this whole history of struggling and giving up and not understanding how to learn. And what I saw is that this leads me into a place where I believe that I'm never going to amount to anything, right? That's a belief that I want to question, and I will in a future day. But it kind of, when I look in the future, I think, well, I'm never going to amount to anything because I'm never really going to master anything because it's too hard to learn any one subject thoroughly. And when I look back, I remember I remember even before I moved to the US when I was living in England, I was really passionate about some things. I was passionate about mythology and history and and secret codes and traps and games and and uh you know kind of I had a strategic mind for things. But then as soon as I started to get into school, it all kind of went downhill from there. And my sister emerged as being really good with languages. And my dad uh, was also a, a language person. And so he and my sister bonded over that. And then I felt like, I, well, I wasn't really as good at languages as her and also being younger it was just a little bit harder to understand what the kinds of things that she was learning um and 
So I just had a hard time like holding the tenses in my brain of, of languages and like really understanding why this, why would people use this one instead of that one? And those kind of answers where it's like, well, that's just the way it is, is always, has always been a little bit hard for me to remember, which is a different experience from understanding why something is the way it is. Um, and and then my dad also is kind of person who was is very smart and is a, a real um, powerful presence in the niche field that he's in of French philosophy and poetry. And so it always seemed like he, when I grew up, he just knew the answer to everything. He had an answer to every problem. And I didn't. I had lots of questions. So I always felt like, how does he have the answer to everything? How does he know everything? Like, I, I want to be like that. I need to be like that in order to be good enough. And so I always ended up feeling like an idiot because I just only had questions about things. I didn't understand things implicitly the way it seemed he did and the way my sister seemed to understand things. And and then it just became this thing where I just would, you know, had all of these questions. And when I was younger, I would ask them, but then I, it just started to get kind of too painful to be the stupid one all the time. And so I stopped asking questions and I started to give up more and, and just, you know, turn towards something else and then turn towards something else and then turn towards something else each time that I felt like, well, it's gotten too hard. And... And at the same time as that, I also had a this kind of complex develop about needing to, to be doing things that I think are smart or that other people think are smart, namely my parents and especially my dad. I have to do something that is worth the approval of my dad that's good enough, right? And if I can't make it in the language world like my sister did, then, well, math and science is something that is sort of unarguably, if you're brilliant in math and science, then you're considered to be brilliant. So so that's what I'm going to do. And so that's what I ended up doing. And it was really, really hard. And I pushed myself in ways that that pushed me over actually understanding material that I wanted to understand. And so I ended up um, taking classes that were harder and and faster pace than I was actually able to keep up with. And then developing this kind of ability to gloss over and just kind of make it through. Um, but I was never really accepted. Um, like my dad's teaching style is, he's a professor, his teaching style is always kind of this like pushing people to, to do greater things without really giving them um, a kind of encouragement and support and that kind of the nourishment uh, part of, of the learning process. And so I was sort of treated that way and, and didn't really feel self-esteem. I didn't feel like um, I was actually ever good at anything. And, and as I look back now, I see that's kind of what I needed. And What's great as a sidebar is that now I can start to give that to myself and I've started to create a new relationship with learning. But 
back then, you know, all the way through college and even even working at Microsoft and so on, I really had basically my solution was to kind of fake it, which is interesting, like to to wonder whether like how much of it is really fake and how much of it just felt like I was faking it because I didn't really understand the the root elements of what I was doing or maybe I had forgotten them because I learned them so long ago and I felt like I couldn't just go back and relearn them because the pace was moving so fast but like I faked it onto the dean's list at my university University of Washington through what I kind of see as like this short-term learning like you know the kind of memorization approach the um, I don't know kind of cramming in approach and so the root of complex things never really took hold. And so what I'm left with after all this is this feeling that there's something missing in my life that, that I haven't developed a deep relationship with a complex, nuanced topic. And that's all that stuff happens when I believe that it's too hard to learn. That's been this whole legacy of it's too hard to learn and I'm stupid and I'm not smart enough, that whole story. So let's see what happens without that story. If I look at things like understanding taxes, understanding uh, how to build an audience, understanding how to master a subject, what happens free of the thought that it's too hard to learn? Well, when I looked back on my life and I went back to look at different points in my life free of the belief that it's too hard to learn, I saw this one math class that I took in college. And it was um, an advanced, I forget exactly what kind of class it was, honestly, but it was some, some kind of advanced calculus um, or, or kind of algebra type of class. And I had this great TA who taught me really slowly like she was there to help me work through things piece by piece her name was Melissa and I will forever feel grateful for the way that she taught um, and because whatever questions I had she would just sit down and take me through it there was no sense of uh, frustration at me being not smart enough or not understanding she she always encouraged me to to kind of make it a game and, and really helped find the ways that I would understand it. And that kind of taught me that, oh, there is a way that I can understand it. And in that class, I learned what's called matrix diagonalization so thoroughly that I was the one person in the class who got 100% on the, the like final test. And, um, and it felt very easy. I was the first person to finish that test, which was a new experience for me to be the first one to finish a test, let alone to actually get 100% on a test there. Um, it was because the whole thing had become a game and I had understood the root of how the game worked. And so it just became this thing where I, I would, for fun, just do these problems. When I was bored in other classes, I would make up diagonalization problems to solve. 
and I just had a blast doing it. And it became this game in my mind that has happened, you know, a few a few times throughout my life where when I really understand something, when I go in and deeply understand it, it becomes its own language in me and it just starts to come out. It starts to flow out and I get in the zone and and I feel a lot of joy and play about that subject and it, it inspires me to learn more. So free of the belief that it's too hard to learn, I feel play. I feel the game of life. I feel inspiration from these different subjects. And when I uh, and when I'm free of the thought, I am actually patient with myself. And I actually sit down and let myself rest with the subject. I can clear my mind. So I'm free of the anxiety of not being smart enough and having to push myself and I need to learn this, I need to have already learned this and I need to know this more. I'm free of all of that stuff and I'm actually just kind of encouraging and loving and easeful with the learning process. So let's go into the turnarounds here, right? It's too hard to learn turns around into, it's too easy to learn. So once I actually understand a subject, it becomes really easy to learn. It becomes fun to learn, right? That's what makes it so easy. Right? Another example of how it's too easy to learn is that sometimes I would actually get bored of kind of linear memorization learning where there isn't necessarily a reason for it. Like it, sometimes in languages, there's not necessarily a reason except that, well, somebody decided to do it this way and that's why everybody does it that way but when i um but when there's a subject that i can deeply understand then it becomes easy yeah it's too easy to learn another example is that when there's um clear inspiration and there's a clear goal then it becomes easy to learn like for example i would take handstands as a practice that I've had a really clear purpose and goal and vision around it. And so it's become very easy and methodical to learn. The practice itself is very challenging, but it's not challenging in that it's mentally difficult uh, to understand or that I feel like um, I'm never going to get it. I know that I will get it, but I know that my body has to understand certain dynamics and I have to do lots of repetition and it's going to take lots of failure. And so the more I've learned and practiced, the more joy has come out of it. And the more I've also understood about the whole learning process and that learning happens through lots of failure. And so each handstand that I do is just a part of that whole learning process that is sort of never ending. And so I feel like I've, I've mastered how to learn handstands, even though there's still so much further to go like i'm working on my one arm handstand right now and that's really challenging it brings up all sorts of new difficulties and nuanced nuances um but but because there's a clear goal and a clear inspiration around it it's easy to learn all right another turnaround here to too, it's too hard to learn is it's not too hard to learn so how is this true well when i looked at all of these different experiences in my life, what I saw is almost all of them had to do with the need to slow down and the need to uh, make it into a game of some kind. So it's not actually too hard to learn. 
It's just that I didn't have the right context to learn it in. Right? And there may be some subjects that I realized that, you know, the only reason I was trying to learn this was to try to appear smart to my dad. And those subjects, I don't really need to learn uh, because what I really need is those things where I feel that inspiration, that like sense of real passion about. Um, and another example of how it's not too hard to learn is that I learn really well with one-on-one mentorship and kind of slow guidance through a process. That's how I learn. So for example, like I learn really well when I have a coach. I don't learn as well when I'm handed a textbook. Yeah. Uh, another example of how it's not too hard to learn is that I was actually really good at a lot of things. I And just because of these obstacles, I stopped learning. I kind of gave up or turned towards the next thing and, and didn't really crack my way through to the next level because I'd felt all this self-doubt and like, well, the fact that this is hard means that I'm stupid and I don't want to just sit around feeling stupid all day long. So I'm just going to move on to something else that I'm good at. And I tend to be good at starting things. Um, So another example here is that it's not too hard to learn is that through is that I actually have this way of learning through repetition, through lots of questions, right? Through understanding. That's the way that I learn is really through breaking something down to its minuscule pieces until I finally understand, you know, how it is that this piece works and that piece works and that piece works. And if I don't quite understand how that piece works, then I got to zoom into that and then understand how does that work? How does that work? How does that work? And once I get it, it's not too hard to learn. And that whole process of getting it itself isn't too hard to learn. It just requires some slowing down, right? The pace slowing down. And that's, if I go back way back to, you know, before I was eight years old and moved to the U.S., that's kind of how I was learning things, was in this very slow pace where I felt just excited. You know, I would do presentations in class. I remember doing a presentation on mythology, And I had made this whole like pop-up book thing because I was so enthused about all of these gods and goddesses and the stories and all of their relationships and all this kind of stuff. It's not too hard to learn. So my action step coming off of this session was to actually write down what are the things I really want to learn and why. Why is it that I really want to learn? Which is kind of a a reflection question. When you just feel excited about learning something, you may not really understand why yet, but I wanted to take a look at, are the reasons that I want to learn because I want to prove myself because of all of this sort of shenanigans around thinking it's too hard to learn and, and that I'm stupid? You know, what are the areas where I'm like forcing myself to learn that I don't actually want to versus what are the things that I want to learn because I just feel enthused about it. It feels like it's a discovery process. Like I get to explore the world and uncover things that that amaze me or inspire me or it's, it takes me on a journey, right? So I encourage you to take a look and if you can in the turnarounds, find some way to bring it into your life. Find something you can change to interrupt the pattern of the belief. All right, good work, and I'll see you tomorrow. 
You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey, with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistance to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.